Welcome to the Agoracom podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you, and make sure to follow our Welcome podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Agoracom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out port news. And this company doesn't have just one piece of news to talk about. They've got a bunch of them over the summer. They've been on a tear. We're talking to Infinity Stone Ventures, trades in Canada out of the stock symbol GEMS, G-E-M-S. For our friends in the U.S., uh, T-L-O-O-F. And for our friends in Europe on Frankfurt, under B2I0. Uh, Zane Kalian, CEO and director, is with us today. For those of you in the story, here's what you need to know. And it's an amazing story, especially, for example, if you follow the news this summer, the big news, the Inflation Reduction Act, representing the most aggressive action to combat the climate crisis. As a result, the critical minerals required for electric vehicle batteries include lithium, graphite, cobalt, manganese, and nickel. And demand is going to be massive for them. For example, in 2030, the global demand for lithium is expected to surpass 2 million metric tons of, of lithium carbonate equivalent. That more than doubles the demand forecast for 2025. Enter Infinity Stone Ventures, who is on a mission to be a diversified supplier for the critical energy metals uh, being used in the clean energy revolution. Now, most small cap companies will focus on just one or maybe two. We see that all the time. But like Thanos and the Avengers, Infinity Stone <laughs> Ventures has restarted collecting them, uh, all of them, right? But unlike Thanos, all kidding aside, they've got nothing but great intentions for all humanity, and they've checked off the following boxes. Lithium, graphite, cobalt, manganese, and Gems believes that a nickel uh, project won't be too far behind. Let's talk about the summer tear. Zane, welcome back, my friend. Thanks, George. Thanks for having us. We're we're excited to be back. Excited to to start the uh, start the fall off with a strong move, and I think lots we have lots in the pipeline coming. Yeah, in. well, investing season started, and you know a lot of companies are just getting up to speed now. But you've been before we get into specifics. You guys have been on a tear this summer, uh, so that tells me there's a real real sense of urgency in your mission. Why so aggressive on, on accumulating projects and, and the critical elements? Yeah, I'd have to say, I think there were moments this summer where we felt we were the only people working. But uh, no, over the yeah. overall, I think we really did. We really have um, been really aggressive in pushing forward on the projects that we have been working on. Uh, we were really fortunate to kind of begin this initiative with the company or at the beginning of this year, being being able to pick up properties at relatively reasonable valuations. Yeah. Uh very kind of fair market. And I think now we're starting to see the fruits of that labor uh, starting to materialize, not only in our stock price, but also in um, kind of the exploration work that's being done on the properties. And we're just going to continue on that path. I think we, we want to be as aggressive as possible. Um, there's a rapidly growing demand for these minerals um, and the market's sending us those signals every day. Um, and while there's lots of macro forces that may be working against the the general market, I think we're in uh, we're in the right spot, and we're in probably one of the only markets that's uh, that's getting a bid these days as well. So we just want to capitalize on that and and do the best we can. Yeah, so I'm glad you brought that up because I want to ask you about the macro of critical metals, not the macro of the world, because we Fair know enough. the world uh, economy is 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 having troubles. But you know Biden's latest bill, how much of a boost? Did that give, and you would think most people would almost take it for granted that, yeah, you know, all these critical elements, metals now are just going to be important, but it seems like the latest bill has really given a boost uh, to, to the industry. So is that, is, is that, has that meant great timing from you guys 
acquiring stuff just before things got really, really hot. I think it's just adding fuel to the fire, right? There's been so many catalysts over the past six months. It seems like almost every day there's, there's another article out about how EV minerals are becoming increasingly more critical. And there's tons of uh, government incentives, tons of tax incentives, uh, grants, et cetera. Lots of uh, wind in our sails that are really pushing this market forward. The price of lithium seems to continue to increase. Um, we're starting to see more interest in the other battery metals that we're very focused on, including graphite. Um, and I think we just want to continue to kind of push those projects forward and, and meet that demand. I think there's going to be, as we move away from fossil fuels, even though it seems like fossil fuels are going to be critical for the future, at least the immediate future, given the current macroeconomic climate and the current macro security climate, I think we're definitely in a position where energy is going to be a big focus and being able to supply the minerals that are needed for the, the green revolution are going to be critical. So let's talk about three of them. I want to start with lithium. Uh, you've expanded your holdings again in James Bay. Uh, you got an option on Tiger Lithium. Uh, it seems like you guys are really going hard on the, on the lithium side. How important is this expansion? And, and tell investors, you know, what have you got with this expansion? Yeah, well, I think the recent developments and recent uh, results that Patriot Battery Metals have put out over the past, call it month, have been great. They've been great for the market, great indications for their for their shareholders, one. But then two, beyond that, I think um, us being directly adjacent to them, us having um, 21, now 21 pegmatites that are in that region, uh, directly adjacent and, and just south of them. Um, I think just further adds to the to the value um, of that region. I think really what Patriot set out to do is they had a belief that that Corvette trend was going to be the beginning of a new lithium district for Canada. And hard rock lithium really just seems to be um, kind of the driving force in this e for EV minerals. Um, and I think Canada being one of the strategic suppliers to Germany following the German chancellor's visit to Canada and the signing of uh, Volkswagen and Mercedes committing to uh, um, source their lithium from Canada, I think is just further adding to the, to the value. I think with Patriot kind of opening up that jurisdiction, I think we're, we're in the right place at the right time. And we just want to continue to build on it. It seems that one theme that's kind of starting to come out uh, from lithium is that there isn't going to be enough. It seems like there's this urgency now. Oh my goodness. You know, we kind of took for granted that we need lithium, but now it seems like there isn't going to be enough. So that makes your holdings even that much more exponentially valuable, right? Because it, it seems like where there's going to be a real supply deficit, unless a lot of discoveries start being made. And, you know, you don't, you don't have to wait for that. You guys have got already fantastic projects in your, in your hopper. For sure. We're going to need a ton more mines, lithium mines in the world to be able to meet that demand. And I think one of the things that a lot of people kind of maybe fixate on is that the EV revolution or everything moving towards electric vehicles from uh, internal combustion engine vehicles is really kind of the driving force. But lithium ion batteries and, and other kinds of batteries are really going to be critical for not only uh, transportation, but also just the grid in general um, to be able to supply electricity to the grid with, with this move from fossil fuel generation to uh, renewable power, battery storage and energy storage are critical. And I think having lithium, the, the demand for lithium is going to be driven by much more than just EVs. It's going to be driven by the need for the grid, for the general grid as well. Last question on lithium. What's your plan for, for your projects and properties? Are you guys going to go? So we're, yeah. So we're active in the James Bay area right now. We, we sent a team up last Saturday. They've been active on the property all week. 
Uh, we're actually going to be sending another team up later this week as well. Um, our geologist actually just landed in Montreal yesterday morning, our Case Lewis, who's our one of the directors of the company. And he's uh, actively going to take a look at the Galaxy and the Zen Warbury project uh, this week. And then we will be active in James Bay um, up until the snow gets really bad and gets really cold up there. And it makes it a little bit tougher to operate. But we're being pretty aggressive. We're going to be doing sampling, trenching. Um, we're even exploring the opportunity of doing some shallow drilling. Um, wow. That's the snow flies, but but we want to be aggressive. I think the, one of the benefits of operating in that region is that there's there is some infrastructure there with Patriot having um, having built a pretty decent sized footprint there, and uh, we're going to take advantage of of the time we have before uh, before winter comes. You know, and if and if we just ended the interview there on your lithium, uh, that alone would make most shareholders shareholders really happy, optimistic, and looking forward to seeing what's going to happen for the rest of the year. But we've got so much more. Uh, your graphite, Rockstone, uh, what's the update there on the graphite side? Yeah, so as we announced today, um, we are active on the Rockstone. We are actively, uh, we've engaged SGS Labs as we did previously to refine the graphite to 96.1%. We've now engaged them to take it to that battery grade, that 99.8%. And in our initial discussions, they have no reason to believe that we won't be able to make it to that that purity. Um, it's all just about time. So it'll be about a 12 week program. And I think um, once we've completed that, it'll include flotation and acid leaching. Once we've completed that program, I, we believe we'll have a kind of the economics and the metrics of what it takes to get the sample to a uh, battery grade. And concurrent to that, we, uh, we did apply for permits to drill Rockstone and we have uh, eight drill targets. We have actually 18 drill targets. We're currently evaluating what we're going to focus on um, with the drill program, but we have put out a we applied for permits back in June and we're expecting to receive them any day now and we'll be active on the property as soon as we can. Um, first, by twinning that existing discovery hole, we call it the 25% graphite over 24 meters, um, as well as hitting some of the other drill targets to really get a clear idea of, uh, of what the deposit looks like and we'll build from there. And Canadian graphite is really starting to get attention as we saw with the visit by Tesla uh, to Nouveau Monde last week, right? So uh, people are really looking to Canada is a great source of graphite and a secure. How much is also how, how important is it that you know because a lot of the graphite comes from uh, outside of North America and everyone is now seen with what with what Russia is doing to Europe that that's that's just dangerous putting your supply. So you know how how happy are you with the attention that graphite is getting? And again, it seems like you guys are right on time. Your timing is perfect with what you're doing the graphite side. Well, yeah, so 84% of the world's graphite comes from China. And obviously, as I'm sure most people are aware, there's obviously an initiative or um, trend to move away, move supply chains back towards North America. And most of, this, most of the graphite that's uh, produced in China is also synthetic too. So it's very energy intensive to produce, um, not necessarily the greenest kind of model. Um, but having a natural supply of graphite that is pure and is of high grade, um, also having the right morphology, um, the rockstone graphite is appears to be this um, hexagonal um, hexagonal morphology, which is really what you need for um, for batteries. So you can get that density when you pack it into the into the uh, cells. Um, but graphite, I think, has is going to get some love here. I think things people are going to start to realize that it really is a critical mineral, and there's going to be a shortage. There's there's already projected shortages that will have to start begin later this year, um, before the end of the year. Um, but just to kind of put it in context, if you were to take a Tesla uh, Model S 100D, you need about 120 kilograms of graphite for that battery for the battery pack that goes into that car. It's about 1.2 kilograms per kilowatt hour 
um, of energy capacity that's required um, in terms of graphite. Yeah, and that's an amazing number, 120 kilos. You, yeah, I'm 120 kilos. I make sure a little <laughs> more. So you think about that, it's like one entire George inside an electric vehicle just, just on graphite. That's the that's the blow away. Um, so looking forward to, so when do you think SGS, last question there, you know, I guess at some point you want to wait for that confirmation that SGS can, can it, get it, up it's the battery It's grade. an indicated, yeah, it's an indicated 12-week program that we've signed up for. Um, hope Obviously, we hope that we'll get results quicker than that. Um, you never know. Things seem to, sometimes things move faster, sometimes they move slower, but um, we're pretty confident that we'll be able to get there and we're obviously going to look forward to that catalyst. Um, some other catalysts I think we have in the pipeline too on that is obviously starting drilling, which should be imminent on Rockstone. Um, and then, yeah, we're going to, we're, as I said, active on James, active in James Bay, active on the Taiga, the Camaro and our new Hellcat uh, project. I think we're, we're really pushing there and we're going to be as aggressive as possible. And there will be some news developments there. And yeah, we're, we're excited to kind of have a big fall. And again, if we ended there, shareholders be happy, be excited. <laughs> we say, this is great. Zane can't wait for more, but like Thanos, you guys aren't stopping until you're collecting all the stones and you checked off manganese uh, with the Thor uh, manganite. That's probably the one that's known the least manganese, I think is known the least. So, how uh, how big is what you guys have now checked off? You know how how big is Thor Magnite, uh, and what are next steps with that? Well, yeah. So as you said, George, I think the the Magnite project really is not one of the most publicized uh, projects that we have in the company, but we are very very focused on it. I think we we do see a lot of value there. Um, high manganese battery chemistries are quite in vogue, and I think they're going to be really integral to the future of EV and beyond. Uh, Volkswagen's chemistry or stated battery chemistry. Um, requires a lot of manganese. And one of the exciting things about the property in uh, Isle Magdalene or in uh, Magdalene Islands in Quebec is that it's the type of manganese that's required for batteries. Um, historically, manganese, the, the most kind of prevalent use of manganese is really for uh, steel making. So it has to be very high, high in iron, which is the term ferrous manganese. Um, but the type of manganese that we have the one thing that's exciting about the property actually is that there are 10 existing drill holes. So there is a historical resource there right. um, with estimated tonnage, et cetera. And I think that 460,000 tons. Exactly. And I think that makes it really exciting in that um, of all of our properties, it's, it's probably the least amount, least greenfield in that there really is a, a solid resource there that we can, um, we can point to. And I think our initial work is we do want to prove that resource out. We want to, with a, uh, with a future or a current uh, exploration work. Um, and then beyond that, start to explore how we can uh, develop feasibility and, and move beyond that. I think the best, as I was getting to, the best thing there is that it's low, low iron, so it's non-ferrous. Um, and that's why the project was originally abandoned um, historically was because it didn't have the requirements for it to be used for steelmaking, but it's the exact kind of manganese that's required for these batteries. Um, so we wanna exploit that as best we possibly can. And it's not just you guys talking your book on manganese. I've got you, you, you provide two quotes, one from Elon Musk, uh, who said, I think there's an interesting potential for manganese. It's relatively straightforward to a cathode that's two thirds nickel, one third manganese, which will allow us to make 50% more cell volume with the same amount of nickel. I mean, that's pretty incredible. If anything can help you get 50% more volume, uh, that tells us a lot about manganese. And then you got Volkswagen's Frank Blom who said manganese is much cheaper than nickel, hence the focus on this chemistry. So, uh, you know, are, are people just catching on to the manganese story now? 
I think there's been a little bit of buzz around it. Um, obviously, <laughs> the mineral market and mining market hasn't been great for the past, call it 12, 18 months. But I think with this shift towards lithium and lithium even picking up even more, the shift towards graphite, graphite starting to get a little bit more eyes. I think manganese is going to be the next one as well. It's going to be pretty critical to these chemistries. And I think people are really going to start to notice that um, having this kind of de-risk portfolio that we have, where we have a number of different projects that are we're actively moving forward with, we're actively spending on, I think really will, uh, will result in increased value for shareholders. And, and I'm going to end on the more general question there about how are you guys able to score such great projects from lithium to manganese to graphite? It's just amazing. How, you know, if, if most small companies got one or two of these, they'd be really happy and pounding their chest. You guys get multiple. How are you guys doing it, Zane? What's the what's the secret sauce? And you know, why should shareholders be really happy about your your abilities to to, to score these kind of projects? Well, yeah, I, I'd say it's it's due to two things. I think one, as you said, we've been one of probably the more active companies over this kind of very very quiet market since the beginning of the year, and I think that's really paid off for us. I think a lot of people were looking to do business and. Um, maybe there wasn't the market was the market was just not there. And we were one of the only people that was active looking to pick up projects and looking to invest in them. And I think that really spoke for itself. I think people, we were, as people say, buy low, sell high, right? We're looking for assets in a, in a down market and we were able to pick them up. And I think second to that, and probably even more importantly is my partner, Michael Townsend, who couldn't be with us today, unfortunately, but he's got a very, very deep Rolodex in the mining space. And he's been able to leverage that um, in this market and be able to Literally. pull together some properties. And with that track record of success and in, in finding mines and developing great projects, I think people actively want to do business with, business with us. And we've been in a great position to execute. But given the fact that you guys went on a tear during the summer once when most people were just trying to recover from the first half you know, calamity in the markets and the world economies and how busy you guys were, I think it's safe to assume we're going to have you back on a lot between now and the end of the year, uh, given the fact you've now accumulated a lot of these projects and properties and you guys are going to be working on them. But uh, you know, we'll stop it there and say congratulations on putting Infinity Stone in an incredible position uh, you know, to, to really attack this market. Great. Well, thank you, George. We uh, we're excited to be back here, and we'll we'll keep get we'll uh, keep feeding the market with uh, all the updates we have. Yeah, can't wait for them. I mean, just more. It just seems like great news comes out of you guys, you know, every week or two, and it's exciting because uh, we know if if for everyone watching, listening at home, there's no way you can't believe in the future of the electrical vehicle market. We know it's coming. We know there's going to be a shortage. So companies like Infinity Stone today represent. Uh, I, I can't give financial advice, but you guys just represent unbelievable value that needs to be closely looked at by anybody who's a serious investor and wants to participate in the future of this space. Great. Well, appreciate it. For everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform. To Infinity Stone Ventures, the company trades on the CSC and the stock symbol GEMS. Now you know why I love that stock symbol, G-E-M-S. For friends in the U.S., T-L-O-O-F, and for our friends in Europe on Frankfurt under B2I0. For those new to the story, get to Agoracom, get the company's profile page, because guys, there are a lot of projects, a lot of different critical metals, and we've broken them down easily for you to follow them and stay up to date, uh, and it's constantly changing. And then once you've uh, taken a look at that and got your base knowledge, get over to the company's website, do your deep dive due diligence, and hopefully today you discovered your next amazing critical minerals company. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.
Hey guys, this podcast is over. But don't forget to help your company by liking it or even leaving a comment. And then, don't forget to help yourself by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on your favorite podcast platform so you will never miss another one great Agora Gomez Small Cap Podcast.